Hey friends, happy Monday. Welcome back to the Bible Babies and Business Podcast. This is episode 90. Can you believe it? We're only 10 away from having 100 episodes on the show. So exciting. Thank you, Jesus. Today's episode is um, a juicy one, a uh, an important conversation, if you will. Uh, let's face it, right now there's a lot of big scary words being tossed around in the media, in the news, on Instagram. I'm gonna tell you what those words are here in just a moment. But first off, let's recognize that we're getting real close to midterm elections, okay? Um, as you're listening to this, it is Monday. Um, election day is tomorrow. So let's keep in context. Like when we see things blow up in the news or people start throwing around big, crazy, scary words like recession, like inflation, um, let's keep in context with like, let's recognize that like election is right, right around the corner. So um, be that what it is, let's face it. People are talking about recessions right now, and it is a big, scary word. And I've heard of coaches starting to get worried about, well, how would a recession affect my coaching business? So let's talk about it. Inside today's episode, we're going to discuss how to recession-proof your online coaching business so that you can continue to get clients, continue to make money, continue to provide income for your family, irregardless of whatever's happening with the economy. And today, friends, I need you to know that I am not going to tiptoe around your feelings on this topic. This is way too big of a topic for me to sugarcoat it and try and tickle your ears with words that sound really good and make you feel really warm and fuzzy inside. I'm going to tell it to you straight and this may sting just a little bit for some of you, uh, but I believe that you need to hear it, especially if we really want to have a thriving business in the next year or two when we're supposedly going to be experiencing, or maybe we already are, a recession. So let's chat about it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. Lucas and I were grocery shopping on Sunday. Sunday, I don't know about you guys, but Sunday is our grocery shopping day. Every Sunday, we go to the grocery store and we stock up on everything that we need for the week. And since moving out of the city and into a small town, 
Um, grocery day is pretty important because if we forget something, <laughs> it is a little bit of a jaunt for us to like get to a really um, well-stocked grocery store these days. So our grocery days, we we really cherish them. And Lucas and I, maybe it's weird. I don't know. Sometimes couples like have something that they just really love doing together. And it's kind of like a weird activity. For Lucas and I, it's grocery shopping. We love grocery shopping. I know. Like what a weird thing for a couple to enjoy to do together. But we love it. And over the years though, if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that Lucas and I going to the grocery store wasn't always a really fun experience. Back when I started my business in 2019, um, we were not where we are now financially. And I'm not trying to paint a picture that we are um, millionaires. We're certainly not millionaires by any stretch of the imagination. But the Lord has really delivered us out of a place of financial struggle into a place of being financially secure. But several years ago, honestly, not that long ago, back in like 2018, 2019, even into like 2020, when we were struggling financially, we would go to the grocery store and we would try to get enough food to feed both of us, which maybe you don't know what Lucas looks like. If, if you don't know, go on my Instagram. You can see Lucas is a very large man, like a huge man. This dude eats a lot of food. Like it takes maybe like a hundred, like, like almost double what the average human eats. Like Lucas eats, he's just a big guy. And so to feed him and myself for an entire week, we were trying to keep, um, we're trying to feed ourselves for like 60 bucks for a long time. And that honestly was very stressful. It made going to the grocery store incredibly challenging. It was a reminder of, of where we were financially, which wasn't a great spot. I remember Lucas would stand in the aisles of the grocery store with his calculator and he would calculate out which carton of eggs was the cheapest per carton. Think about that for a second. This was like pre-inflation. Inflation wasn't happening yet. Eggs at that point were probably like $1.99 for a dozen. And we were to that point, fam, like friends, fam. I tried to say fam and friends in the same word. We were at that point, friends, where $1.99, like if we could buy, if we could, if we could, if we could, if we could buy an egg for like eight cents or like 32 cents, we were going with the eight cent egg, okay? It was to that degree. And we're so thankful that the Lord has delivered us from that. And we are now in a space where we we feel very financially secure. Thank you, Jesus. But what we were recognizing now is how much different our grocery shopping experience is every week. Back then, it was a really challenging thing because we didn't feel financially secure and we were trying to feed ourselves for an entire week off of an incredibly small grocery budget. Now our grocery budget has more than doubled. Uh, we can feed ourselves like for like about $150 a week, two people, granted we don't have any kids. And it's just, it's a lot more fun to grocery shop. You know, we're able to broaden our horizons. We're going to um, grocery stores that are just a little bit, that offer just a little bit more higher quality ingredients. It is so much more relaxing for us to do our Sunday afternoon grocery shopping. But what we're realizing right now is that even though, thank you, Jesus, we're in a like stable place financially, the price of food right now is pretty astronomical. We every week get orange juice. And I remember telling Lucas, the orange juice is $7. Seven 
dollars for a jug of orange juice. And we're just watching the the food prices climb. And this is not new news. Like you and I, you, you grocery shop, you see how the price of food is climbing because right now what's happening is inflation, which is a scary word. Another scary word being tossed around right now is recession. And it's kind of unsettling, let's be honest. It's it's un, it's unnerving to pay $7. I don't care how financially stable a person is. It feels weird to me to be paying $7 for orange juice. Or I was we paid $7 for 12 eggs, where just a couple of years ago, we were maybe paying $2 for 12 eggs. And so let's acknowledge that the, the, the state of economy right now in America is changing. It's evolving. Um, recession is being tossed around. Inflation, we're definitely seeing that, that firsthand. And I'm hearing coaches talk about, in a, in a very fearful sense, how is this going to affect my business? If we're about to walk into a recession, maybe we're already in it. How do I keep my coaching business afloat? So let's talk about that today. How do we recession-proof your coaching business? Now, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I am not going to tiptoe around your feelings today. Some of you will hear this episode and you will walk away from this episode realizing that you need to make some pivots, you need to make some changes in order to stay thriving in the coaching industry in what is potentially about to be a recession. Some of you will walk away from this being like, I am solid, I'm good, got my boxes checked, got my T's crossed, got my I's dotted, I'm feeling solid. I don't know what boat you're in right now, but I promise you that today, I am going to candidly come to you with truth because I believe that you need to hear it. And some of this, for some of you, this is this is going to be a sting. It's going to be a little bit of, um, probably a frustrating thing to hear because for some of you, I'm going to ask you to change your niche. Okay. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just dive right on in. With inflation climbing, people are becoming more careful with what they are spending their hard earned dollars on because right now a dollar is not going as far as it used to. Like I said, we paid $7 for one jug of orange juice. That's pretty ridiculous. What we're seeing a lot of right now is families all across the country are beginning to cut non-essentials from their budget. Things that they don't absolutely need, people are starting to cut that from their budget. So if you as an online coach are wondering, well, how can I make sure that my coaching doesn't get cut from somebody's budget? You need to make sure that your coaching makes the cut as an essential part of your ideal client's budget. So how do we do that? Plain and simple, solve bigger and more painful problems. So what does this mean? Right now, many coaches are having a hard time closing sales because either A, the problem they solve is broad, it's general, it's confusing. Um, People aren't really seeing 
why they really need that thing. So they're not going to invest in that thing. It's certainly not an essential, uh, you know, when they line it up with all the other things they got to pay for, they're like, you know what, this, I, I really don't even understand what I'm getting. I'm kind of confused about what this, what this coaching program is really about. You know what, forget it. I, I'm not going to invest in it. So that that's scenario A or B. The problem that these coaches are solving is not big enough or painful enough for their potential clients to decide they need to invest during a recession. Okay, so I'm going to recap that real quick. Many coaches are having a hard time closing sales right now because either A, the problem they solve is super broad, general, or confusing, or B, the problem they solve, it's clear, but it's just not a big enough or painful enough problem for their potential client to decide they need to invest in it, especially when the news is telling them that a recession is coming. Friend, I want you to hear me very clearly. It is not that you're not a great coach. You are a great coach. I believe that. It's not that you're not an expert in your field. You probably are very well an expert in your field, but you need to understand that right now, People are being pumped full of fear by CNN and Fox News and ABC. They're being pumped full of fear that a recession is coming. They are watching their grocery bill climb every single week. Like Lucas and I, there's some staple items that we buy at the grocery store. And it's like over the last several months, the same item has has like historically been climbing in price every couple weeks that we go to the grocery store. Like the orange juice, it wasn't always like $7 for a jug of orange juice. It things are historically climbing every couple times people every like every couple weeks that people are going to the grocery store. People are watching inflation rise before their very eyes. They're being pumped full of fear. The recession is coming and they're trying to decide, do I invest in this coach or do I save my money because orange juice is now $7 and my grocery bill has doubled and I have kids to feed and a family to provide for. That is what people are just trying to decide between now. That is what your coaching is up against when people are looking at their budget and trying to decide, do they wanna invest in you or do they not? Coach, friend, you can no longer afford to have generic or confusing messaging or solve small problems. Now that is going to sting for some of you. Because for some of you, maybe you feel like you're not solving a small problem. Okay, that's subjective. Absolutely. Um, we're going to go into some examples here in a moment. But at the end of the day, you need to know that people right now, many people, not everybody, but many people across the United States are feeling like they are in survival mode. So it is time for you to turn up the heat with your messaging, with your clarity, with your offer and with your niche. So what does this look like, okay, to make sure that our coaching is an essential part of of people's budget? So historically, people care most about three things, health, wealth, and relationships, okay? The problem that you solve with your coaching business needs to fall into one of these three categories, either the health category, the wealth category, or the relationships category. Otherwise, you risk being tossed into the non-essential category and you're going to see that people are all of a sudden not investing in your coaching, which is going to leave you not getting clients and not making money in your business and then being in a 
bad situation financially on your own front, okay? So we need to make sure that your coaching is the in the essential category, which is usually in the health, wealth, or relationships category. So let's go through some examples here because I want you to understand, okay, well, Kimmy, well, give me some examples of like, what is a, what is a non-essential niche? Like what is generic? Give, give me some examples here. I got you. So here's an example of a broad, confusing, generic, and certainly a non-essential niche. My coaching helps moms be better moms. Like if that was your I help statement, I, my coaching helps moms be better moms. Friend, I want to tell you right now, I love you. I have absolutely no idea what this means. Your coaching helps moms be better moms. I, I don't, I, I do not know what you're talking about. And I'm definitely not going to pay $4,000 for it, especially when a recession is coming. So that is an example of a niche or messaging or an I help statement that is very broad, confusing, generic, non-essential. And it's certainly not going to make the cut for my budget when a recession is coming. An example of a clear specific and essential niche is this. I have three examples for you. I help moms who have kids with peanut allergies avoid exposure and anaphylaxis. That is very essential. I don't care if a recession is, is here or not. If I have a child with a peanut allergy, I am absolutely going to invest in your coaching so that I can help my child avoid exposure and anaphylaxis. Absolutely. Here's another example. I help couples with broken marriages rebuild their relationship, avoid divorce, lawyer fees, and trauma in their kids. Recession or not, that is an essential. And I'd even tied it into the wealth category and the relationships category, because not only am I helping you better your relationships, I'm helping you avoid lawyer fees. Guess what? My coaching may be $4,000, but that is $14,000 worth of lawyer fees that you no longer have to pay for. Okay, so you actually killed two birds with one stone with that one. Here's my last example. I help pregnant moms with gestational diabetes avoid pregnancy or delivery complications with their baby. Recession or not, I care about the health of my baby. 100%. So much so that I would be willing to pay a coach. I would be willing to make it part of my budget to pay a coach if I knew that she was going to help me avoid pregnancy and delivery complications with my child because I have gestational diabetes. Each one of those examples are clear and would be an essential part of your ideal client's budget, regardless of a recession. I would definitely pay $4,000 or more for each one of those things if I had a problem in each one of those areas, especially if the coach guaranteed that I was going to get a result. Do you see what I mean here? Are you seeing what I'm talking about? This goes back to buying behavior. Most people are motivated to invest in something because of pain. Okay. Now there are other different types of buying behaviors. There is goal oriented buying behaviors where somebody would invest in something because they're super excited to reach a goal. Um, sometimes people invest in something just because everybody else is investing in it and they don't want, it goes back to like fear of missing out. Sometimes people invest in something just because there's only one spot left. Sometimes people invest because there's a discount. Most people though are motivated to invest because of pain. You need to find out what your ideal client's deepest pain is. Figure out what is she laying in bed at night crying 
about. And I want you to solve that problem. And for many coaches, that will mean you need to change your niche so that you can solve a bigger and more painful problem. And if that is you, if you're feeling that conviction right now, if you're feeling that tug on your heart, I want you to know that that is okay. It is okay to change your niche. It is okay to pivot. There's no shame in that. Let's not be so married to our niche that we throw common sense out the window. That, my friend, is how you make your coaching business recession proof. I know that this isn't necessarily a fun episode because some of you right now, maybe even half of you are realizing, oh, I need to pivot. And maybe you're, you're saying to yourself, well, I'm so passionate about this though. Great. That's awesome. Maybe you don't need to like pivot your niche like a complete 180, but maybe you need to, to pivot your niche just a little bit so that you can solve a bigger and more painful problem. Otherwise, friend, it doesn't matter how passionate you are about it. You have bills to pay. And at some point, friend, that has to become more important than your passion. Okay. And again, I know that I'm saying things that like other business coaches really aren't saying. I'm not tickling your ears right now. I'm, I'm certainly probably not telling you what you need to hear, but if you are having a hard time selling your coaching packages, may I submit to you that it may be because you're not solving a big enough or painful enough problem to warrant your ideal client investing during a recession. Let's acknowledge the state of our economy right now and the real life challenges that people are facing. People, many people, not everybody, many people feel like they are in a state of financial crisis. Many people feel like they are in survival mode. And if that is your ideal client, if she feels like she's in survival mode, she's not going to pay $4,000 to, because some coach said, I'm going to teach you how to be a better mom. What does that even mean? Like, I have no idea what that means. I would pay $4,000 if I had a child with peanut allergies and you told me you're going to help me help my child avoid exposure and anaphylaxis. I would absolutely pay $4,000 and more for that. Okay, coach, we have to make sure that we're solving big enough and painful enough problems. Even if that means switching, changing, pivoting, our niche. All right. So that being said, I know that today's episode was probably a little bit hard to hear. It was not, it, it was probably the tough love that you needed to hear, but not really wanted to hear. Okay. You decide what to do with this. Take this to your prayer time. Ask the Lord, God, what are you trying to reveal to me here? Am I solid in my niche right now? Or do I need to pivot? We need to approach this conversation with humility and realize again, like I said, let's not be so married to our niche that we throw common sense out the window. All right. So friend, that being said, if you feel like you were kind of smacked in the face with today's episode, if you're starting to have questions about, well, shoot, do I need to change my niche? If you're second guessing this, I don't want you to sit in confusion. Okay. We do not serve a God of confusion. We serve a God of clarity. And I would love to have a conversation with you about your niche. And I will happily tell you, Hey friend, I think you're rock solid on your niche. I absolutely believe that is a big enough and painful enough problem for, to warrant people investing during recession. And I will also tell you and be very honest with you. If I don't believe that, that the problem you're solving is big enough or painful enough, 
to solve during a recession, okay? So if you kind of feel like, today kind of smacked me in the face. If you're starting to wonder, if you're starting to question, please do not sit in that confusion. I encourage you to pray about it and come slide into my DMs. Tell me, hey, Cami, I listened to this episode. I'm starting to have some questions. You know, here's my niche. What do you think about it? I would be overjoyed to tell you what I think about it and realize this is just my opinion, okay? It's not the gold standard. This is not, it's it's not like Cami is, um, <laughs> the uh, most perfect coach in the world. I'm absolutely not. But if you want just an objective, some objective feedback, if you would love to just have somebody else's eyeballs on your business, slide into my DMs. I'd be happy to um, give you feedback on, hey, do you need to pivot? Are you rock solid in your niche right now? So come hang out with me on Instagram at cami.wilkie. Also to let you know, This topic today for the podcast, how to make your business recession proof. I actually shared this training on my Instagram first before I actually shared it here on the podcast. So everybody that's following me on Instagram, they already got this training like last week. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, please come do that. It is at cami.wilkie. You can find me down in the show notes. I'm showing up there providing valuable tough love, exactly what you need to hear type of content. This is not tickle your ears types of messaging. I fully believe in telling you exactly what you need to hear so that you can have a thriving online coaching business, get clients and provide income for your family. Come hang out with me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. I'll see you on Thursday, friends. Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God will fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.